0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. say master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Living every day to define man's mission yeah. Look into the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Thank you blind Welcome ambition. to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast I'm your host Serial Sensei We are on episode number 92 It is June 24th, 2018 I am joined once again with my co-host The Anti-Cool What's going on man?
1: Uh, not much. It's been, what, a couple weeks now?
0: Yeah, it's been been about two. It has been, like
1: been a very busy two weeks.
0: Yeah, we got, what, NBA draft happened, fights happened, World Cup is in full swing. What's the score to that game? Is it still?
1: Oh, uh, no, the game's over. Oh. <laughs> the World Cup started? <laughs>
0: And we're already halfway through like the first stage. Oh, man. Did it did it end was it five one, six one? one uh, I think it was like six one. Six one. Yeah. Panama got uh got got paddled uh early this morning. But uh World Cup's been awesome though. Like I I still never I don't really understand all of the rules in soccer, but it's just entertaining to watch. Um I'm rooting for Mexico just because and I was watching them during uh, my lunch break the other day at work. And it was just really hype. It was, like, super hype. I had no idea what was going on, but when they scored, I was hyped for them. So.
1: You should be allowed to kick the goalie in the chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I think they got enough. That's a hard position, man. I mean,
1: like, it, it, it is, but I, I think it'd be more popular if you could kick the goalie straight in the chest. Not in the head or, in, like, in the leg or something, but, like, in the chest.
0: Straight double drop kick. Well,
1: like, <laughs> like you're going to, you're going like two on one, and then like the one guy just
0: like <laughs> drop kicks him in the chest. <laughs> Other guy gets the goal. Exactly. Oh man. Oh man, these, these soccer dudes, man. This, this, I still don't understand how people hit the ball with their head. Like I would never instinctively just CTE a thing over there. Today?
1: I don't know, but I mean, probably, like, I've heard stories of, like, soccer players taking hits and just, like, not remembering the rest of the game, but, like, I, I don't think I've ever heard one diagnosed with CTE.
0: I just imagine too many too many hits to the dome piece, like, like, that can't be good, but y'all should watch the World Cup, man, It's it's awesome, it's been pretty entertaining, all of the games that I've gotten a chance to watch.
1: I mean, by how international our audience seems to be, they probably already are. But their team has probably already lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of y'all. <laughs> some of y'all <laughs> that means you should be listening to this podcast. If you don't have anything else to root for. Sorry, Egypt. M- <laughs> 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 so you might as well just come down, sit, sit, sit over here with us. We'll we'll keep you company while you watch uh, other countries that uh, you lost to. You know, further advance.
1: Just watch the Senegal team dance as they score goals.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Nigeria though, man. Those uh, their jerseys and their warm up uh, wear is fire. Those like black and green shirts they got. Yes. Um, if you guys haven't seen them, like give give those a look, man. Those those, wh- whoever is designing their jerseys and their athletic wear, um, the UFC could use you. Could could use you greatly.
1: Watch it be a reebok. <laughs>
0: Hey reebok just gave like u f c just the interns <laughs> <laughs> they've been on the job for like two weeks oh man, it makes sense though man the world cup's a big deal you know they they gotta get the you know they got they gotta get the a one but um <laughs> yeah it's been a, it's been an interesting week man i've uh it's you know what hold up before i start um going off because i realized i did this last week let me get let me get the plugs off um so you can listen to this podcast on youtube soundcloud itunes If you're on itunes be rate and subscribe you can also listen to us on google play and find us on facebook at the dojo talk podcast facebook page and you can send questions to dojo talk podcast at yahoo.com so i had to get those off real quick but um yeah this this week's been I'm pretty hectic, man, I've had a really interesting work week, um, I had to train some new, or or I should say potential new employees at my job, and that's been, um, my, (laughs) uh, I don't want to say terrible, but it's been an interesting experience, um, I'm not a very social person, so me training people is something pretty different, but, um, it was like cool the first couple minutes. Was like, oh, this is new, this is something different. And then after a while, I'm like, all right, this is becoming a bit much. But um, I have to do it again next week. So yeah. But anywho, that's 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 neither here nor there. Top cities that listened for the week. Coming in at number one, uh, London actually. So shout outs to the UK. <coughs> Uh, number two, Austin, Texas. Number three, Charlestown, Indiana. Number four, Frankfurt, Germany. And number five, Sellersburg, Indiana. And also other cities of note Houston, Texas, Mountain View, California, Eastern Bull, Turkey, <laughs> Beth Page, New York, and San Antonio, Texas. And also random shout outs to countries such as Bangladesh and Brazil and India. Still no signs of Egypt.
1: I'm telling you, we got banned there.
0: (laughs) We definitely did. They never, they never came back. (laughs) They literally, they just never came back. But um, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good.
1: I mean, when you're the country where India goes to get the people that they can beat.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Well, we'll get off.
1: Before before we start, I I remember something I wanted to share it. Before, um, we got into any business. It's actually MMA related this time. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Because I I know that tends to be a tendency. Um, so, do you, like, I'm talking about, do you follow, well, I don't think they post anymore, but do you follow, like, the UFC Ring Rats account? Uh, no. Alright. Um, so, do you know what a Ring rat is? No. Uh the,
0: I'd say
1: that I do. uh they are basically just uh groupies for like fighters and uh well I guess pro- professional wrestlers too, because you got plenty of those. Um but uh this woman who claim who claims to be the person behind the rats account uh messaged me like three years ago. <laughs> um it was just sharing story like if you ever like i obviously i I, i'm like okay i don't know who you are i i don't know you know you don't know who this person is you you could be anybody um but she she has some interesting stories about about these women um god i wish i could find all of them um but yeah, you know, it, 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 one of them was oh god, I wish Stokes was here because one of them was pertaining. The one I remember was pertaining to Team Alpha Mill.
0: <laughs> we gotta send Stokes to investigate. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, it, it, I mean, uh, it, it was nothing too crazy, I guess. But the, the thing, like what she told me, was basically have to pass girls around.
0: Oh man, it's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a team alpha male train. Doing that. <laughs> so hold up, when she first messaged you, is this like, "Hey, how you doing? Here's a story." It or like, it's
1: like, "Hey, how you doing?" Um, I'm a I'm a MMA journalist who like who specifically targets girls who hang around like, you know, fighters, like because yeah you know, they they tend to be a little bit more um. I was gonna say loose whip, but that's a bad phrase. (laughs) Uh, They 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 tend to be a little bit more open, right? Right? Than like you know going to a fighter and being like, "Hey, what's the inner workings of your gym like?" So I get like, so I was like, "Oh, really?" And she's like, "Yeah." Like for example, team alpha male story. (laughs) Like I'm not surprised, because. This the team Alpha familiar just kind of seems like one giant frat, and from my Penn State days, that that sounds exactly like a frat house.
0: Yeah, honestly, I, f- I feel like that's that's almost like a sports thing. Like it, those stories there, you can go to any sport, any locker room, you'll you'll find, yeah, you'll. Uh, my my step brother was a D one athlete. I've I've heard stories and things. Right, and yeah, yeah. but.
1: It's just killing me that I never took her up on her offer for more because good God.
0: So this, oh, so this was three years, so did you so the last time you responded was three years ago. Right.
1: And I can like I, I don't even know if I still have the message in my thing.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I mean <laughs> just the reply to her back like, Hey you know, three year response later, but uh you still got those stories sometime back there? We can do a little, little, little segment on the show for oh, that. No,
1: she was Fear the Fighter groupie.
0: Oh, is she still there? Oh, yes. We don't have to throw names in. We just, um... Uh, uh, like... We can make up names for the fighters. Yeah. Make make people play guests.
1: I mean, I don't care.
0: If we if we <laughs> we hand those off the stoves. He's gonna run wild. He's... he's... <laughs> Stokes is somehow going to get that whole gym buried. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You found one? Oh, my just.
1: It's Dana White messaging some 19-year-old girl. What? On Twitter.
0: Oh, that is a weird face to have in your inbox. Oh, man. <laughs> the boxer size guys in your inbox. Oh no! <laughs> you want to be my girl, you goof. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh the, the little message underneath, like, cause it's, it, this girl posted um her like her messages, and I guess she got a screenshot of it. But oh, better not tell the two nineteen year old girl uh, girls that Dana left a post fight presser early to take home.
0: Wow. <laughs> there's gonna be a dana white scandal one day i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious this is this it's gonna be i can't wait to see like a dana white in court and him trying to like just seeing dana white on a stand would be hilarious
1: yeah okay i got an oh I like got Anderson Silva dancing with some chick that's not his wife.
0: Uh. She's really got the scoop there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> we'll keep a close eye on that, you know, if uh, if that, that person in question is still around, maybe we'll snag a few stories, you know, we might, you know. You got some insider information, you know. So, oh, oh. Uh,
1: like, uh, <laughs> it's just like, okay. But, uh, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on my fill of We'll talk story. about that
0: off here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about those off here. See, see if any of them can make it on here. But, um,. Real quick, I'll just run through the list of uh, like news, random news headlines. Probably won't really dig too deep into any of these. Um, but just some headlines that have happened since the last time we've recorded. Um, so, do-do-do, started from the top. Uh, we've got Andre Arlovski versus Shamil Abdurahimov. I know I butchered that last name, I'm sorry. <laughs> that will be going down at UFC Moscow. Um, Darian Caldwell versus Noad Lahat. Uh, this will be at Bellator 204. This will not be for a title. Um, I believe Caldwell is going up to 145 because Bellator is 135, has five good people, and then just five after, people. Yeah. <laughs> after that, you know, you kind of you kind of grasping some straws. Um, so that that'll be a thing. Um, Odo Machida, coming off of a uh, beautiful KO over Vitor, will not be having another UFC fight at least in the near future. Um, he is now signed with Bellator, so that'll be a thing um, Speaking of people not in the UFC anymore Josh Barnett has been released from his UFC contract um, Vanderlei Silva and <laughs> Rampage Jackson, I don't know if this is official um, But I saw a date floating around for September 29th that they might be fighting again for the fourth time uh, This time will be under the Bellator banner uh, Ryzen 12 has a few fights announced. Uh, Yusuke Yachi versus Bruno Carvajo. Uh, we have a Hatsu Hiyoki sighting. Uh, Hiyoki will be fighting Makuru Asakura, and King Reina will be fighting Caitlyn Young. Um, do Oh, also have Angela Hill versus Alexa Grasso. I forgot to write what event that's under, but that should be a fun fight. Do um, you C- Lincoln? okay, um, I, don't know, I
1: don't know when that is, but that's the name of the card. I, don't
0: know, I was just gonna say Boise because Boise is getting like all of the fights. <laughs> Sage Northcut versus Zach Otto uh, will be at UFC fight night 133. Boise, um, other Boise fights. All right, Why is my scroll button not working? Oh, uh, also on UFC Boise, Nico Price versus Randy Brown. Um, And I think the last thing I have, uh, contracts handed out uh, from Dana White's contender series. we got Anthony Fluffy Hernandez, Matt Sales, Ryan Spann from LFA, shout out to him, and Dwight Grant. Uh, We'll be getting contracts. And on a somber, sadder note, uh, rest in peace to Leon Tabs. He was a veteran cut man of the UFC. He also worked um, in boxing. Uh, for a number of years, uh, he passed away at the age of 86, I think this happened probably like a week or two ago, but I don't think we ever got a chance to mention it, um, so rest in peace to him, he was in and around the sport for a very, very long time, uh, so definitely uh, rest in peace to him and condolences to his loved ones and such, um, and I think, oh, the last <laughs> the last note I have is Dave, David Branch wants to fight everybody. Um, he he's David calling French. out, yeah. <laughs> it's everybody. Yeah, David Branch, the goat. He's out here. He's calling out names. Um, he he said allegedly, uh, Jacare turned down uh, a fight that he wanted at UFC Brazil. Um, so David Branch is out here looking to to. He he wants to fight. He wants to put hands on people, and apparently nobody wants that smoke. At least that's the story that I'm saying. And Cowards. Stick with that. Right.
1: Do <laughs> okay, Did we get to the Jimmy Rivera fight? So just, I'm, I, I'm blanked out here.
0: What did you mean? Uh, schedule the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, John yeah, yeah. Dots about 220. Forgot about
1: that. Also, Nikita Krylov in talks with the UFC to come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: light heavyweight needs everybody can get. And yeah. Krylov is actually talented, if not very, very full. <laughs> Yeah. So and he's been killing it since he left. He's beat he fa- uh, Fabio Maldonado. So
0: the UFC realized they messed up the relationship. Exactly. Got yeah. you. Got to you. Got to go get your. Uh, you got to win them. You got to win them back. So.
1: Uh oh, and Brazil. Uh, not Brazil, but uh, what's his? What, what's the Bellator? They have a big press conference this coming Tuesday, where they're probably going to announce Vanderly Silva versus Rampage five. The four. Is it four? Yeah, it's four. Oh, four. Okay. I think it's four. Oh, no, because Silva won twice, Rampage won once. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and Leo Machida is probably going to be on that card.
0: I wonder who are they going to give Machida for, like, a first fight. Um,
1: I was going to say Carvalho, but that doesn't make sense because he's Brazilian, and Brazilians don't like those fights. Um, I don't know. Who's
0: Cado fighting he had not in a while. He should, he should be available.
1: Joe Schilling, there we go. <laughs> Joe Schilling, Joe, he said he had to do MMA because kickboxing wasn't keeping food on his table, so... Huh. I am mad at it. You, you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: Yeah, you do. I mean... I that what? division is Why is that division so full of just kickboxers who just get in the MMA?
1: Because like it, it there's like five people <laughs>
0: in the fight in the middle kickboxing. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, interesting. Uh, in- interesting happenings at Bellator. Do we have a date uh, for
1: um, Masashi McDonald?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. But that that'll definitely be happening um,
1: later this year.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. So sometime later this year, and that's honestly, man, that's probably one of the best fights, at least on paper, that Bellator can make.
1: That is the best um, fight you yeah. can make.
0: <laughs> like that's and I'll I, I'll give them props. Like they the fights that I want them to make, like fights like that, they seem to be pulling the trigger on. Like you know. It, <laughs> yeah. It, that could have been one of those fights that could have we just wanted for a while and then by the time they fought it just wouldn't have mattered anymore. But right. like I feel like they're striking while the iron's hot, so that that's a good thing. I'll I'll give them give them props for that.
1: No, now, if they can just give Pitbull his super fight, because yeah. he's yeah. been calling that F forever. Well, he's been called for yeah. Chandler forever, but I think he could take Primus. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they haven't pulled the trick on that.
1: Same reason they like, don't book him more than, like, once or twice a year.
0: <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so, Bellator's got stuff going on. Um... I guess real quick before we get into this card, just quick mentions of some other fights, uh, other organizations that went down over the weekend and since last time we recorded. Uh, One Championship had a card this weekend. um, Actually, it was on around the same time uh, the Singapore card was on because they both started like crazy early in the morning. Um, UFC stuck into
1: town while they were busy in China.
0: Right, <laughs> like I can't go into detail about many of these fights because I was at work while these were happening, and I didn't get a chance to like pay them too much attention. Um, but G, uh, I'm, I know I'm gonna mess his name up. Gigi Estaquillo uh, pulled off an upset over Adriano Marias in a flyweight title match. Um, he won via split decision. This was the only fight I saw bits and pieces of. From the bits and pieces I saw, I thought Adriano won, but then again, I only saw bits and pieces. So, it's, you know, I, I can't really judge until I see the fight in full. Um, but either way, uh, he pulled off the upset. I want to say he was a pretty huge underdog. Um, other fights of note um, Jingnan Jiang uh, won a decision over Laura Belen. And F-Ting uh, won a decision over Cody, Koji Ando. Um, no, I won't go into the rest of this card. Those are like the main names that I kind of remember seeing. How um, and then, you
1: uh, not mention Narantungalag Jadamba uh, <laughs> Nakia <laughs> that's a, Kelly.
0: That's exactly why I stopped. I was like, I can't say that name. <laughs>
1: Dude, he's like 42 <laughs> years old and still fighting.
0: Hey, man, as long as you can throw. And people are willing to pay you for it.
1: That's that Mongolian violence, bro. Uh,
0: oh, and I guess uh, you mentioned it before we started recording. I don't know if this is official, but it's pretty much going to happen. Uh, Angela Lee and uh, Jong Jiang will probably be a thing. Uh, so Angela Lee will be moving up a weight class, right? Uh, yes.
1: Which yep. is weird, because she'll probably be the bigger fighter.
0: <laughs> so... That'll that'll probably end up happening in the near future. Um, I'm, and also, I'm like
1: ninety percent oh. sure she's the only fighter allowed to cut weight in one.
0: <laughs> hey man, that's that that's that star treatment. You know,
1: that's that we're getting, we're paying you six figures of fight money.
0: Man, she's winning though. I ain't, I ain't mad at. it. I ain't
1: mad at, it. I, I, I ain't mad at it either. I'm j- I'm just I'm just kind of looking at it sideways because. One basically uh, was Chad Tree, Sits, uh, Sitsa young I can't br- I can't remember how his fucking name is said. Uh, basically came out and said that the one fighters were paid too poorly to do steroids.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> ouch! Oh man, that is not good. That is not good. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man, they need discount steroids. i mean. You need clearance section steroids. Man, like
1: half the fighters <laughs> are from Thailand. They can get steroids, like shitty steroids. But if they don't drug test, then there's no reason the fuck. Like there's no reason not to use shitty steroids. Besides oh. all the health
0: um, risks. Yeah, you know they would need the. They need that A1 overeem old school. You know. Horse meat, quote unquote. <laughs> But um, in and, and other MMA ventures uh, that also happened, I think this went down on Friday, I want to say, uh, PFL had their second uh, card oh, of their th- regular season. Oh. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. They're a
1: Thursday company now, my friend.
0: No, Lord. that's probably why I didn't watch it. <laughs> 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 I never remember the PFL card is coming on until like an hour before it starts. Um, but I'm not gonna bash them, cause to be honest, like I, I didn't get a, a chance to watch a lot of this card. I caught I caught some of the prelims on Facebook. Um, but like I, I'll give PFL props, man. Like the since they've started this new rebrand, so to speak, like the production quality looks better. The fights are, are pretty good. Like their talent pool is is pretty solid. Um, so just a few notable fights that happened on this card. Uh, Will Brooks finally found himself back in the win column he got a win over luis firmino uh kayla harrison uh, made her mma that was her debut right yep yep her mma debut um she got an armbar win over Brittany elkin uh brian foster need ramsey nigem to another planet uh got him out of here <laughs> um I didn't see this fight. Uh, Efrain Escudero submitted Jason High. Apparently, there was some controversy going on with that. Yeah. Stopping. Well,
1: there was some controversy in this one, and um, what was the other one? But but the, the controversy in this one was Jason High got caught in a guillotine in the third round. Um. And, and, and he did the Brazilian tap. The the the, the Chael Sonnen. The like. Ah. He he he, touched, uh, Escudero's hips and the referee, uh, you know, ended the fight because he thought he was tapping, Jason High gets up, is extremely pissed, shoves the referee, proceeds <laughs> to leave the cage, knock over a few chairs and press row, and then bounce.
0: Lord, we know what happened the last time you shoved the referee, bro. That, that's why you're here, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You might not want to do that anymore. Oh, wait. I remember the other controversy, too. But, uh... (laughs) Oh. So, for... Also, in the, um... What fight was it? Was it Tavares?
0: Oh, yeah. They had um, the the nut shot.
1: Yes. So, um... Rodney uh, Wattley hit Diego Tavares low. Tavares after five minutes of, like, you know, being in pain, was like, I can't continue. So the referee called the fight in favor of Watley. <laughs> Mind you, under unified rules, the the fight would be, like, a no contest. It was, you know, accidental scoring strike. But in the state of Illinois, in the country of Illinois, they have their own sovereignty <laughs> now. Um, the, the, the Illinois Athletic Commission came out with a statement stating... Mr. Vargas was not struck by an illegal blow, as low blows are considered accidental. The spokesperson wrote, per our rules, section one three seven zero point six three zero, uh, uh states a contestant who is hit with an accidental low blow must continue after a reasonable amount of time, but no more than five minutes, or he or she may lose the bout by technical knockout. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you go on sure Dog's page, they have this listed as... Well, it's weird, though, because they... They have it in no contest because the fight is grayed out, but then in parentheses it says TKO leg kick. So nobody knows what's going on.
1: I'm, I mean, Illinois doesn't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, but that happened. <laughs> what are rules anymore? I mean, that
1: is the rule. That's the thing. That's You, yeah. you can have rules, but if they're stupid rules...
0: Yeah, it doesn't it yeah. Burn that page of the rule book. We got we got write that one up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, o- overall from what I saw, it seemed like a pretty solid card. I got to go back and watch the Kayla Harrison fight. Heard some some good things about her, so um but yeah, man. Shout out to PFL, shout outs to One Championship. Um uh, shout out to Clarissa Shields who also fought and I'm really angry I uh, didn't know she fought this weekend.
1: Yeah, she got up off the mat to win. She got knocked down in the first round.
0: Yeah, so I heard. I heard. So I gotta, I gotta go back. I actually saw that floating around on YouTube, so I know that fight's still out there. So I gotta, gotta go back and check that out. So lots of good fights uh, happening this weekend. Um, one in particular, I will say for my shout out that all of you guys should go watch. But yeah, so let's just uh, move right on ahead. We'll get on into uh, the card that came on yesterday that started at. a.m. something crazy, no 4:30 a.m. actually. Um, UFC fight night uh, one something. (laughs) I don't know the number. Uh, (laughs) Donald Cerrone versus Leon Edwards uh, went down in Singapore. Um, As I stated, this card came on crazy early in the morning, so I missed. I caught some of the pre. I caught like one prelim in real time while I was getting ready for work, and then I kind of missed everything else. Had to just rewatch it a day later. Um just overall real quick before we get into the fights, I'm gonna guess it probably felt like this in real time, but even rewatching this, this card just felt really long. Like I don't know, maybe it was just me. But there were just moments when I was watching this card and I was like, I just don't want to watch this fight anymore. Well
1: it, like, it is worth noting that there are thirteen fights on this card.
0: Yeah, it it, it felt every bit. <laughs> it felt Every bit of 13 fights, and I, don't get me wrong, like some of the fight, there were a lot of solid fights on here, but I don't know, it, it after a while, just it did, it, it felt like a drag. It, it felt like a drag. But that's neither here nor there. We will start this from the top. Donald Cerrone, Leon Edwards main event. Edwards has been, you know, campaigning for a big fight. He's been trying to get, you know, a, a marquee fight. Finally got one in the form of a main event here in Singapore against Donald Cerrone. Um, pretty, pretty solid fight. Um, how do do I see this? It wasn't like it was a bad performance, but I I also felt like Leon could have gave us a little bit more, I guess. Um... It definitely seemed like, and I, I don't know if this, as, as Cerrone mentioned in the post fight interview, that he was, uh, he had some kind of illness. Um, I actually saw an article that he said he was almost thinking of just pulling out, but, you know, decided not to. Um, Cerrone definitely looked a, a little bit slower than normal. And I don't know, some might attribute that to age, could attribute it to illness, probably a little, little mix of both. Um, but, yeah, he, he, I mean, it, it's kind of typical Cerrone, though. He's he's always kind of been notoriously a slow starter, and he kind of gets it going in, like, that second, third round. He kicks it up a bit. But, I mean, Edwards did a good job of, I thought um body kicks were definitely really effective. He got those off pretty well. Um, It seemed like a lot of the time he was trying to time Cerrone with, like, a straight right or straight left down the pipe. Like, he would wait for Cerrone to throw and then just try to time him with a counter. Um, he did pretty good in the clinch with elbows. He busted, <laughs> he busted Cerrone's eye up like really early into the fight, and it stayed pretty bloody like the entire fight. Um, I thought he did a good job at least in like the first half of the fight. Like Cerrone wasn't able to really seem like find his footing a lot. He couldn't get a ton off. Like his, like I said, his offense just seemed like he just seemed a bit slow. Like just a little bit laxadaisical. Um, But towards like that third and fourth, Cerrone definitely started to pick it up a bit more. Um, He started firing it back a bit more. He got off uh, a lot of good body kicks of his own. Um, They traded a lot of good shots. Um, I felt like towards like the fourth and the fifth, I'm going to guess that Edwards figure that he had. And it it, it was weird because in real time, well, the first time I watched this fight, to me it kind of seemed like edwards ran away with it and then the second time i watched it 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 was a lot closer than what i thought it was the first time Cause to me it seemed like towards the fourth and the fifth like edwards i guess figured that he had the fight in the bag and it seemed like to me he was coasting a bit like he cerrone started to pick up the pace more he was the one who was walking edwards down he was the one who seemed like was initiating more and edwards was kind of just waiting for counters um so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought and it was funny. I think that was like the end of the fight. <laughs> like, Cerrone points down to the mat. Edwards points down to the mat. But they don't really meet in the center. Like, he kind of, you know, <laughs> he pointed down, but I don't think he's really about that life. He, he kind of, like, I mean, they ended up throwing some strikes. But it, it, it wasn't like the Holloway Llamas fight where they both just, you know, swung for the fences. But. I mean, overall though, it it was a pretty solid, solid performance from Edwards. Um, I mean, first, you know, pretty big marquee fight, easily like the biggest win of your career, especially in terms of you know like name value and recognition of your opponent. Um, I said he he did a good job of just kind of stifling Cerrone. He kept him off balance a lot. Um, I was actually surprised as he did as well on the feet um, as he did. I, I thought Cerrone would maybe catch him and rock him a few times, but he managed to keeping himself out of trouble for for most of the fight and got off enough of his own offense to win um but you know pretty competitive fight i saw some people disagree with the decision um i'm i'm not really going to complain i I thought edwards won i just thought he should have kept his foot on the gas a bit more towards that fourth and fifth round but um you know solid fight overall not not crazy not terrible but you know pretty pretty solid performance
1: yeah um So my my read going into this fight was I, I, I actually picked Cerrone because they both had the same fit, they, they both had the same flaw um so they both kind of just crumble under pressure but neither well neither guy's like an exceptional like pressure fighter Cerrone at least throws in combination like he'll blitz you like he did uh, to Rick Story he just laced him with like a five punch combination like a five strike combination because ended with a uh, kick um but. Uh, uh, like like you said, I was really surprised that Edwards is so well on the feet because he spent most of his like last five fights wrestling. Um, and I, I think we I think we misread Edwards when he came into the UFC, or at least I thought we had. Um, like when he came in, he knocks out Seth Baczynski in like what ten seconds, eight seconds?
0: He was, like, he was like
1: seven seconds. Yeah, he so he knocks him out. We all think that he's a big, powerful, str- like kickboxing dude, but he's only at that point he's only fighting like at all for like three years. So he, he's still a dude figuring things out. He doesn't have a deep arsenal of like uh, kickbox uh, of in, in the kickboxing department. He, he's he so he he's this big, strong, athletic dude. So he just turns to his wrestling because he doesn't deal with pressure well. I thought Cerrone would be able to with those like those blitz and those uh, little like and the combinations because Edwards only throws one strike at a time. Um, I thought Cerrone would be able to you know outwork him, outpace him to the decision. He almost did. Uh, um, like uh, what was it like three to two on the scorecards? Mm. So instead, Edwards uh, gets out to a really early, uh, a really dominant early lead just by being the faster. And basically more active. Like I, I, I get that Cerrone is sick, but like this felt like you're you're getting old. Okay, like you're getting old type fight. Like in a similar way that like the Robbie Lawler uh, Rafael dos Santos fight felt like, where like okay we see the counters. Like he's he's doing them, but he's having har- he's having trouble pulling the trigger. And that's what this really felt like. Like Cer- Cerrone was having trouble throwing strikes. And to see him, like, point down to the center of the mat and be like, just come and fight me, um, like, like, that seemed more like a sign of frustration that Edwards just wouldn't engage with him on his terms, and he was having trouble forcing Edwards to engage with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, like, I, uh, I, uh, I'm happy for Edwards. Like, but like you say, like I wish he kept his foot in the gas a little bit more. You like, so, I want to say like he had Cerrone beat early because obviously Cerrone's a tough dude. He'll fight back as long as he's in there. But like, I want to say he Like he hurt him to the body with a really nasty body kick in like the first or second round, and you could see like Cerrone wilt a little bit, and we didn't really see that after that. I didn't really try to turn it up.
0: Um Yeah, he kinda keeps like the same pace right. <laughs> like the entire yeah, fight.
1: He, like Edwards prefers slow like slow methodical fights because you know, there's less of a chance of someone like Brian Barbarena just bull rushing his way forward and like catching him. Right. The problem is So he's he he's a good wrestler and a good kickboxer. But, like, he doesn't handle pressure well. Well, like, the whole top of the division is Darren Till and Kobe Covington, who are two guys who build their game exclusively around pressuring dudes. Making uh, well, Darren Till pressures guys, makes them miss, and then counters. Um, and then you have Kobe Covington, who will throw. 50 strikes just to put you against the fence where he can out-wrestle, and you're not going to out-wrestle him. All right. Uh, So, like, you know, the, two tremendous pressure fighters, and then you have Kamaru Usman. We know how that fight looks because they fought before. And w- while Edwards has, you know, found a solution for, like, his hatred towards pressure fighters in wrestling, he's not going to out-wrestle Kamaru Usman either because Kamaru Usman's a wrestling freak. So, like, I'm I'm seeing troubles moving forward for him, um, which is why I, like it was a really smart move on his part to call out Jorge Masvidal, because Masvidal is another dude who's going to give him a really slow fight if he wants it. Like Masvidal's not going to keep the pressure on him.
0: I think that one could still be.
1: I mean, don't yeah. Yeah, he he can still get worked, but like, yeah. Do you like even Damian Maya like is a tremendous pressure fighter who will come forward, uh, like with his with his footwork and just put you against the cage and take you down from there. Right. And then like, then all that's really left is like Wonder Boy. And while Wonder Boy has trouble pulling the trigger himself. Like that's not the we we've seen him versus Jorge Masvidal. And we know like there's a difference in you know uh, striking skill.
0: Yeah. So the the road isn't getting any easier. Yeah. Um, but I mean, on on the same token, I'll give him credit. Like I said, I, I didn't envision him doing as well on the feet in this fight as he did. So I don't know. Maybe the next person he fights, he he unleashes another wrinkle that we haven't seen or something, but I I hope he has another gear. I hope he takes some, yeah, another gear, a a different approach to whatever his next fight is, because you, when you start fighting the elite of the elite, you know, it's, it's definitely going to get harder, but either way, man, he, he got the W, um, and he looked pretty solid doing it. So I, I won't take anything away from him. Um, So, I'm I'm looking forward to to whoever they they give him next. I I wouldn't be mad at the Mazda with all that fight. That would be pretty fun. Um, So, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. But, shout out to Leon Edwards. Uh, Got a unanimous decision over Donald Cerrone. Um, Co-main event. (laughs) Uh, Sorry,
1: real quick. When was the last time we had two fighters um, from the UK in in the same top ten?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm about to say nobody from middleweight other than Bisbing was from the UK. Um, nah, no lightweights that I can think of off top. mmm That's a good question.
1: uh, m- m- uh what's away officially the UK's
0: division. <laughs> Impending takeover. <laughs> it's is is here. Um, but, co-main event, Ovin St. Pru, Tyson Pedro, um, man, Pedro was winning until he just wasn't, <laughs> until he wasn't winning Until anymore. he
1: decided that he should wrestle with Ovin St. Pru.
0: Yeah, and I, I was thinking of this, um, like, after this fight was over, like, OSP might not be, like, the most consistent fighter ever. And there are times he looks great. And there are other times when he's not so great. But e- even through all that, the dude is crazy. He's, like, ridiculously strong. He's he's really awkward. He's really powerful. Submission game is <laughs> is, is... Is pretty wild. Like, he... I don't know. Like, he, he's really, really talented. For for what he might lack in consistency, he still has a pretty high-level skill set, even if he doesn't always put it together. So, like, he, he's always dangerous and told the fight is over. Um, And Pedro, unfortunately, had to find that out the hard way. Um, Why does
1: the UFC hate Tyson Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing about this fight made any sense, right? Like, let's get the guy who failed, who has whose best win is Paul Craig. And let's put him in there with a guy with five times as many fights who has only been finished by... Who was it? Ilir Latifi, legit, legit brick-shit, strong powerhouse. Um, who, who else was it? It was...
0: Did Jones
1: win? No. He, he took Jones to a decision.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did take
1: Jones. Manua, who actually has, like, one-punch knockout power, and Glover Teixeira, who had to drag him down to the ground repeatedly to get the submission.
0: That's 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 life at 205, man. You start winning. It's, it's so thin that...
1: <laughs> <They're> <laughs> they ever just... considered this is the reason why 205 is so thin? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... We keep sending we, we... our prospects to get their asses beat.
0: Well, see, we, we say that though, but to to their, well, alright, it ain't to their credit because it didn't turn out like that, but <laughs> I mean, this fight almost went the other way. Th- this was close to being a wipeout on his end until that happened, because right. I mean, up until the finish, what he, I mean, they, they started out just kind of feeling each other out, they were like throwing kicks here and there, then Pedro landed a really nice question mark kick, and then, um, landed it again. yeah, oh. then he, he landed it again. <laughs> then he then he dropped him um like he he was looking really good in the beginning like he dropped him um he went for a guillotine that he ended up not getting um but then like you said yeah he i thought he was gonna wrestle him to just i thought he was gonna maybe just him against the cage maybe just like throw knees and elbows just kind of like tire him out but yeah it was not a good thing to like literally try to out wrestle him like considering just how ridiculously strong osp is and, um, yeah, he goes for, I don't know if it was, like, a sweep or a takedown, but he ended up <laughs> getting, like, reversed. Uh, he ended up on his back after he was winning, like, 99.9% of the fight. Then he gets taken to the ground. OSP, the dude, man, he he, he just pulls submissions out of the air. Um, like, he went for
1: a Kimura and ends up with, like, a straight arm bar.
0: Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked painful, man. His his whole like top half of his arm was like twisted the other direction. Um, and yeah, that was that was pretty much the finish, man. Like literally, Pedro was winning just until he wasn't winning anymore. And that sounds like an open
1: proof <laughs> fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. And it, it sucks for Pedro because it's like he, he's he's really talented. Like you, you can see what he can do, but like you said o s p man he at this point man he he's a vet like he's he's fought the best of the best he's still like i like i said earlier he's he's stupid strong he he's very um what, what's the word he he's resourceful <laughs> with his attacks like he he'll pull something out of the air on you if you're not ready and it it will it will catch you um and that that's what happened so um hey man to OSP, man, he's being an opportunist. <laughs> he got one opportunity, he got in one right position, and that's all he needed to finish the fight. And Yeah, yeah for Tyson Pedro, it kind of sucks. But for OSP, you know, you you handle business. You, you did what they're you had
1: to do. They're going to freaking book OSP D- Dominic Reyes next.
0: Probably. Wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it.
1: Also, I just want to, before we move, I just really want to point out, um, like, the the question mark kick Pedro threw was brilliant, and not just in, like, technique, but in, uh, just like, strategic thinking, because OSP is how tall? Like, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, like, I doubt he gets, point, b I doubt he sees many head kicks coming his way, so, you know, to fake to the body, and throw it upstairs, it was just a great, um, you know, just a great tactic at the time, so, smart move, followed by an extremely dumb move, but smart move,
0: (laughs) so, that was the co-main event, 205 continues to be 205, I don't have much else to say, um, this next fight, Jessica I versus Jessica Rose Clark, um, alright, so, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, Um, like I said, this card to me felt pretty long and I faded in and out with a lot of these fights, so I'm going to try not to be too hit or miss, (laughs) but (laughs) this fight, I just remember it being, uh, pretty much a boxing match. Uh, I think I was just a bit more sharper, a bit quicker to the punch, but to be honest, I don't remember like, I don't remember too many specific Details of this fight, other than like I said, it was literally just like a three-round <clears throat> boxing match, in which I just I guess landed more was a bit more effective, and she was really happy when they raised her hand at the end. Like she literally jumped up and down. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't have much else for this fight. I honestly I don't remember it in in ton of detail.
1: I remember the takedown in the third round, like. The, okay, um, we're seeing a version of I that's more reminiscent of the one that fought, like, Leslie Smith and Sarah Kaufman than the one who went like, a five-fight losing streak, which was a Bantamweight, I guess. Um, like, she's more active. I'll give her that. Like, she, uh, she did literally nothing when she fought, uh, what's-her-face... Koheya and Sarah McMahon like actually like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if like the, the stat cards for those um, for those fights said she threw like no strikes because I don't remember her throwing a punch <laughs> so like to see her throwing strikes again and looking confident and um you know actually engaging while while it's not with the sharpness that she, we saw earlier in her career. I don't know. It's hopeful, I guess. Like, I I, I think it's pretty clear she's probably not gonna, um, maybe not. Well, probably not fighting for a title. Someone will beat her before she gets there, but you know, she's out here winning fights at flyweights. So props to her for that, I guess.
0: Yeah, and you know, because this is her coming down to flyweight. Where, so.
1: where she where she started her career.
0: Yeah. So, and she looked good. She looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, like I said, I w- wish I could give more finer details of that fight, but I, it just it didn't stick with me much. Like I said, other than she just she looked pretty good on the feet, and just you know they just had a nice little little boxing set right Right.
1: I literally watched this fight like less than two hours ago. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Anything? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah it was kind of one of those fights it wasn't a, a terrible fight but like nothing really stuck out too much it, it was just it was a solid performance from uh you know good good win i feel like i remember the post fight jumping around more than the actual fight because he was like super ecstatic
1: oh uh, so i didn't listen to the post fight but i saw joey post about it where she said that she's extremely careful and never does stupid shit and then it, it, like he mentioned he, he mentioned it. uh Jessica is the same person who threatened to sue, like, a journalist because he reported that she failed the drug test. <laughs> and then she tried to blame the failing the drug test on, like, secondhand hand uh, weed smoke that she got from, like... I want to say that she says she got from, like, going to, like, somebody who was, like, on medical marijuana, like, might have been her dad. Oh. <laughs> then it turns out it was, like, pot brownies
0: oh man so, i don't know it was really weird she she did an interview with dj vlad like years ago i was like why is jessica eye on dj vlad
1: channel? maybe machine gun kelly introduced her
0: Cause, because john fitch did too actually no, i think i think john fitch did some dj so, Vlad. it's a weird pairing that i just would never think of but that's that's Random. <laughs> That's just randomly popped up in my head. Maybe. But, um... Solid one for Jessica. Oh, no, no,
1: but... like, I'm looking... At, I, I didn't even know that, but, like, I'm looking at it now. It says UFC still behind me 100% after mar- mar- uh, marijuana drama. And Jessica I guess reviews on transgender fighters. Uh, huh. I can't I can't imagine the, uh, a, a reason... Uh, not reasonable. Um, A nuanced take from Jessica I. So...
0: How long ago were those?
1: 2015. Interviews? I imagine John Fish was on there because of like he, he just cryptocurrency. <laughs>
0: well, I don't know because he was on there. I think his were around that time too. I don't think the crypto boom was. I mean, it, it might have been a thing back then. I can't remember when that all started, but I don't think. Well, I don't know unless he was early into. It, That's
1: 2014. So. You, you're right.
0: Uh, yeah, his, I mean, yeah, those were from a while ago. Why do I rent, Why do I even watch DJ Blood
1: Like I like so. I like DJ Vlad interviews when he's not talking. Like and he rarely ever says that's anything. True. Like in the clips. If you watch like the ten minute clips, he'll interject like once or twice. Yeah. I, that's when I hate them because they're always like they're 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 always not so subtle brags.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're not so subtle brags. And I feel like he asks questions to instigate, but he like disguises it under, oh, I'm just a journalist or whatever, and I'm just trying to ask questions. But I I feel like low key he's trying to get people to beef. Cause I remember, <laughs> this is a random side rant that has nothing to do with fighting. I remember he interviewed um who did he interview? He 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 had a trio of interviews. He interviewed Lil Kiki from Switcher House. He interviewed Lil Flip, and he. <laughs> He he. Inter- I think he interviewed Flip first about his beef with Ti, and then he got Kiki to comment on it, and then like he showed Kiki the clip from the Flip. interview. I don't know. It was weird. Like he he'll show you a clip from an interview when somebody was talking about you to like try to get you to. I feel like he baits yeah. people. That's but fair. I mean, it's kind of their fault. They yeah. fall for.
1: I it. like his oh, I like like some of his like I like most of like most of like his OG interviews like we introduced stretch or you just like. Not Keefy D, uh, K D. Like those dudes, like I, I can give a fuck all about Lord Jamar. Whatever. <laughs>
0: like like Yeah, I'll give him props to that. He 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 has a wide like variety of guess. Right. I'll, I'll give him that. Like the people he interviews, he, he does pick some pretty interesting
1: people. Like was a red man talk about MC Hammer running up on like fifty boots?
0: <laughs> the last episode
1: of your TV raps.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man. Shout out shout out to Red man. Alright, we're not giving Vlad any more airtime. Get out of here, Vlad. You don't get any more airtime on him. We gave you enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> shout out to Jessica, I unanimous decision over Jessica Rose Clark. Um and to round out the main event. Uh, Lee Young, leong and Daichi Abe. Is it Abe or Abe? Abe. Um, all I remember from this fight is that the Leech is becoming one of my favorite people. Um, he was just really game. I mean, he's always game. He's but... the Leech. <laughs> yeah, he's the Leech. <laughs> like, I think we said this about his last fight. Like, he, he's still a wild man, but he's a bit more, like, controlled now with what he does. Um, like, it, it, he, he just looks a bit cleaner. He looks more focused out there. Um, Shout out to Abe though, man. He that dude has a chin because he was eating some shots in this fight, man. That I think a lot of people would have got put out from. I mean, he, I mean, he did get rocked a couple of times, but um, yeah, man. The leech was out here. He was throwing bombs. Um, he was landing that low kick a lot. Um, he just pieced Abe up, man. Like he he was constant pressure, constant throwing hands. He was landing big shots. He did his whole point to the ground, man. He he was game. He came out there on a mission, and he, he threw down from start to finish, it was a really fun fight, um, really cool moment at the end of the fight, where he literally just ran out the cage and into the crowd to, like, uh, hold his daughter, uh, his wife was in the crowd, that was pretty awesome, um, so yeah, man, shout out to the Leech, this was actually a really, really, really fun fight, um, to watch, because was, he was just throwing heat, man, he, he was throwing heat the entire fight, and Abe was game, he was, he was trading back. He was standing in there. He ate a lot of shots that I think a lot of people would have died from. Um, but yeah, man, shout shout outs to the leech. This was a just a awesome fight of the leech being the leech. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 all I got for that fight. But it, it was it was really fun. It was really really fun.
1: Like I, I <clears throat> like I kind of feel for Abe. He got like he his career in Japan was basically I'm going to beat all these guys who have like. 20 or 30 fights but i i'm literally just like on my second fight so like he comes to the ufc and they book him like that but it's a big difference between fighting somebody like the leech and fighting some dude who's like 21 and 22 you know Right. Okay. so like um yeah no the Le- yo yeah, leech is amazing and should be on every card because he's awesome um I was worried going into the fight, like, Abe would catch him early on the counter, because that's what Abe does, and that's kind of what the leech does. He gets hurt in every single fight in the first round. Um, But no, he kept it composed. Uh, He's a wild man. Like, those leg kicks, good God. He had to have landed, like, 50 of them, and they all hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Like, none of them were, like, just, like... Feelers, they were all full power. I'm going to kick you as hard as I can in the leg. Um, I, I I don't his his ceiling probably isn't much higher than uh dude who beats up like mid tier card guys on the prelims, but like I'm always going to tune in for a leech fight because dude's fun as fuck. Yeah.
0: yeah, he'll he'll be one of those dudes that. Just kind of based off his fighting style, he'll be around the sport for a long yep. time. There, There is always a market for people like him. He he will always be around. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him get like a step up just to see how he does. Because I think he's just, he's so game that I, I feel like he could catch at least one top 15 dude slipping somehow. Like, he'll, he'll catch one by surprise. He might not make it too far past that, but I could envision him catching somebody slipping. And he, he might get a win that he's quote unquote not supposed to get. Give
1: him Young Kim. Like,
0: is he still? Talking? He's
1: number fifteen right now.
0: Is he even fight it. When is the last time he fought?
1: Twenty seventeen. Yeah, he fought Colby Covington at the home versus Korea card. Just.
0: I don't remember his fights. I feel like he, we just don't see him. Like,
1: he's I mean. off. Like I'm pretty sure he's like a re- he was a reality TV star in like South Korea or he was like on that game show. So, like, I'm I'm sure he's doing,
0: like, other stuff. No, nah, those checks are probably much better. And they, <laughs> and you don't have to exactly. get
1: Exactly. I, I know he, he, last time I, like, read an interview or saw anything about him, he was upset, like, the UFC's only booking me in Asia, they're only booking me, like, once or twice a year. Like, and he, yeah, he's an old dude. Like, he's, like, 38, maybe even 40 now. Dude, he's 36. Yeah, I, I added some years on there. Point being, he, he's not a young dude. He's... Probably out here getting his money some other way. Yeah.
0: Give him the leech. That would be a fun fight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that. But um, yeah. So that was pretty much the main card. Uh, pretty pretty solid main card. Um, yeah. Like this card for me was just it was solid. It wasn't too far leaning in any direction. It was just kind of middle of the way, I guess. The it was way. some but, exceptional
1: um, violence. That had that lacked yeah. that lacked any type of meaning whatsoever
0: yeah i I think that was the the point the, the, not the point but yeah, that, that was kind of like the theme of this card, but uh there was violence nonetheless um and speaking of uh headlining the prelims, which we will get into is it peter Yan or Petter uh
1: I'm going to say Petter, but that's probably wrong
0: okay. i've heard cause I, I feel like I've heard both. I always want to say Peter, but there's no other E in there. So maybe it's, I'm uh, Petter Jan <laughs> and, uh, Teruto Ishihara, uh, Jan obviously coming over from ACB for people who knew about him. Um, we were awaiting this debut because we anticipated violence and, uh, we got it. <laughs> we, we, we got some violence. Um, I like that Jan in this fight, uh, was actually really, really patient. Like he, he didn't come out just kind of winging it and going crazy. Um, I mean Ishii Howard I thought to give him credit, did a good job of kind of playing the outside, just kind of like sticking and moving. Even went for a takedown, which he got, but you know didn't really get a chance to do anything with. But you know he, he was kind of just sticking and moving on the outside. But you could tell Jan, man, he was he was stalking. He was kind of just waiting for that 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 moment where he could unleash. And it just seemed like with every couple seconds that passed, like he was inching closer and closer. And it felt like the timing was like it, it was only a matter of time. Um, he, th- he threw a couple hard shots, he caught, um, I think the combination started off with like a body kick, and then he threw like just this, this flurry of punches, he dropped Ishihara, uh, Ishihara got back up, and then he hits Ishihara with like a spinning elbow, or, or something like, some, some spinning thing <laughs> he caught him with, uh, Ishihara backed off, Jan stalked him once again, um all I remember from the finishing combo, man, he starts them with a right hand, and Ishihara just, like, flopped to the ground, ate some ground and pound, and, uh, Jan gave us the, the violence that we thought we would get, but it it was really calculated, though, it was, it was very calculated and well-timed violence, um, but violence nonetheless, and a really hard right hand that Ishihara, uh, ate for his troubles, so, uh, Jan and impressed on his debut, um, and he showed people why we were pretty hyped to see him finally come over.
1: Right. Like, I didn't think he'd have any trouble with Ishiara. I, I thought this was all going to be about, like, okay, uh, what's the dude's name? Nathan Wood and Ricky Simone uh, recently made their debuts. Like, they were signed the week after they made, like, these incredible knockout finishes um, on the regional scene. Then you had Manny Bermudez, who was either like a looking for a fight guy, or or Dana White, who's in that contender series, dude, who came in, got like a second round submission over um, was it Lopez? Uh, somebody, Uh, like it was super impressive. He's undefeated. Albert Morales, there we go. Like, 2018 has been the year of impressive, like impressive weight debuts. Uh Yan probably got the most highest profile. Maybe not the best, but like the highest profile um, opponent. And then proceeded to beat his ass. <laughs> inside of, like, four minutes. Um, it, 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 like, while Ishihara is, like, ridiculous, like, ridiculously flawed, there's a dude who's been in there with, like, Maybe not the best, but, like, quality dudes. Uh, Like, he was in there with Maynard. He was in there with, uh, like... Say what you will about Lobov. Lobov is... a all-right journeyman. And he's the only person who's knocked him out in the UFC. So... D- dude can... Dude's really about this life, so... Like is just, just see Yan come out here and do that is a, uh, you know, is a notch. It, it, it's a feather in his cap. Like there's no the, there's no reason to bring Yan along slowly. This dude like Magomed Magomedov was a better opponent than anybody he's going to face until he gets to, like the top ten, top fifteen. Like
0: I'm just. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there along the way. Um uh, if we can make a pit stop of uh Yan versus Duke and Wah, I'd appreciate
1: I'm it. I'm with it.
0: <laughs> just make that fight happen. Whatever happens after that is just a bonus. That's that's what I'm trying
1: um, to say. Um Yan versus
0: sh
1: oh I uh, d I don't wanna do Thomas Almeida like that.
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. That name popped in my head. I was like, oh, he's he's had it hard these last couple fights. We don't gonna need to, you know, let 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 that, let that man live, live right a little bit.
1: Um, you know, uh, but uh, whoever they can find for him, because dude, just get him back out there soon. Like, you're going to Russia. Have him in Russia. Oh, Senegal scored.
0: No. What's going? One four? zero. Hey world cup people tune in I mean I'm not watching it right now but you should be better than me tune in. <laughs> oh man but um yeah man Yan, awesome performance awesome KO um Bantamweight man lots of killers just and he, he's just another speaking one speaking of oh next fight right really these next like three fights ended pretty brutally um <laughs> Song dong versus Felipe Arantes. Um, I actually rewatched this not too long ago. Once we uh, before we started recording, um, all I remember is dong was he, that dude, man. He he throws, he throws like he's just trying to kill you every time, like he's he's trying to lift your head off of your shoulders. Um was this the fight? It wasn't Felipe's face was pretty? Or am I thinking of another? Uh,
1: fight? Uh, I think it was a different face. Roxas' face for a dude who got knocked out the way he did was uh, uh it was pretty all right, I guess is the word for it.
0: Yeah, but he um he definitely caught some hands. Um, he, he caught some pretty ferocious ground and pound. Um, Yadong is just he's really strong, really athletic. Um, like I said, man, he he throws with intention to kill. Um put the pressure on Arontes like he 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 was he was pretty much firing on on all cylinders um in this fight it was, it was really fun to watch and then the the finish which just kind of it just kind of happened like just out of nowhere um they were like clinched on the cage and yadong just catches them with an elbow and he just crumbles <laughs> he gives him some ground and pound and that's that was all she wrote um, yeah, man, Yadong, that's a fun guy to watch fight. He, um, he definitely brings it. Like I said, he, he's really athletic. He he throws with bad intention.
1: He's, work, um, he, he's working with like, Team Alpha Male. He's only 20 years old.
0: Yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of upside. And, and I mean, it's, it's for, I, I say throw with bad intention, but he's not like, he's not super wild. Like, he, he's not... I've seen people be more reckless.
1: He he's not out here like throwing over. He's staying above his feet. He's just really freaking fast.
0: Right. He's not like leaping in throwing just crazy like looping punches. Like it's 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 pretty tame, but it's still like very vicious. He
1: does it a crazy ass pace, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like he he he's got a lot of upside. So I hope they book him for more fights. Like I feel like we don't see him to like I, I, he shouldn't be a guy that's just reserved. Like oh, we're going to an Asian country, so let's just throw him on there. Like no, we should see we should see well, more of him.
1: Like we'll I... see him when he when they go to China in October November because that's how they book fights. Yeah.
0: Wait, but are they doing a card in Beijing? Or oh, yeah, somebody they're, they're going
1: to the Olympic it. Nest or whatever oh. the Bird's Nest I guess it's called. They could finally use it for something because that place has just been sitting there <laughs> since the Olympics.
0: Yeah, man, he, we gotta we gotta see more of him. He, um, yeah, he, he Dude, Yeah, the-
1: he's like twenty. He should be fighting like three, four times a year.
0: Like that. All right, use that youthful energy. Watch Yeah. Thing.
1: Like <laughs> he he heals up quick. He didn't get hurt in this fight. I don't think he definitely didn't get hurt in his first fight. Like I don't think Kandari hurt touched him once. Like just let, let the dude fight. R- run them back out in a month. See what happens.
0: All right. Once again, another bantamweight. <laughs> that division is like slowly becoming a favorite. Like it's 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 getting deep. Is it seems like every year it's getting a little bit deeper. It's just getting a little bit deep. Not not on a lightweight level. It's not there yet, but. It's it's still a, a ton of talent. Dude,
1: just killers, yeah. man. Like it's yeah. crazy because like the knock against Bantam, like um, when the UFC came, out, it was like everybody was gonna be like Dominic Cruz was gonna be like a point fighter and couldn't finish the fight. Well, now people love Dominic Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the fights are just like everybody, everybody can finish everybody. Like it's it's just right. full of all these like really great athletes that can't yeah. play other sports because they're too small.
0: Hey man, I'm I'm grateful for you guys. Basketball might not love you, football definitely doesn't love you. <laughs> you're you're welcome to put on gloves anytime and put hands and feet on people. Um, but yeah, Song uh TKO over Felipe Arantes. Uh, definitely give a song uh, a watch. Definitely really talented dude to keep an eye on. Uh, this next fight, Shane Young and Rolando D. Boy, Rolando has been catching some some tough breaks. <laughs> I feel like as of late. I mean, his
1: whole career has um, basically just been yeah. heat.
0: Yeah, and it, it sucks because like he, he he's talented. Like he he's not a bad fighter, but it's just like he never seems like more often than not he's not on the winning side of things. Well, he has that fatal
1: um, Four that we both love, where you just back straight up into the fence.
0: <laughs> oh man was this the fight was his face
1: uh his I'm I'm assuming so because by the the way this fight ended
0: yeah and I don't I wish and I watched this fight a couple times too and I know it was actually like a really good performance from Young but I don't remember like super like details of this fight other than Shane Young just was kind of beating on him (laughs) for two rounds but the finish of this fight was beautiful um Rolando threw, and I think it was an overhand right, and Young just slipped it ever so slightly. Puts an elbow out there, <laughs> catches D, like, right on the chin. It was, it was beautiful. That was those poetry That emotions. was, like, um, that
1: was legitimately one of the most beautiful counter kind of elbows I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, he it, it made it look, like, effortless. Like, he's trained this, like, a thousand times, and he was just kind of just, like, going through the motion. Like perfectly placed elbow uh and i think i think he followed up with like some ground and pound and that that was that was it a uh, really beautiful finish from saying young really good performance like i said i, I wish i kind of remembered it more in detail but um that yeah that, that that was one of the that's one of the better finishes you'll probably see all year right. and to, yeah you it doesn't get too much better than that
1: like and this was a really good fight uh it won fight at night and rightfully so it was really good um like I I don't know much about Young other than like he got his ass beat by, Wokanovsky, um, which fair enough, it happens to everybody because the man is a is a is a tank in the form of a human, yeah. like an actual an actual tank, um. <laughs> so you know I can't really hold that against him. but like, if he can do this type of stuff, like I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do moving forward. Cause, like I, like I, he wasn't on my radar before to, uh, before watching this fight, and now he is. So,
0: yeah. So keep uh, keep planting that elbow out there. <laughs> <laughs> keep setting people up, man. That's gotta suck, man. Like, there's no way you saw that coming. Like, you throw an overhand right, and you look up, and an elbow is just like right on your.
1: Neck. I imagine he didn't even see it. Like, it just mm-hmm. caught him cold out there. Yeah.
0: And it's like, I don't even know. Like, you're a coach. I don't even know what to tell you. I had to come back to the corner. Like, bro, he, just, he caught you. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't really know how to make you feel. He's like, I didn't
1: see you either. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: like, none, of, none of us knew what happened. What? You know, this is one of those things. We just
1: know, thought you quit.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we'll pat you on the head. We'll go back to the gym. We'll figure this out tomorrow. Just, you know, put, put, put an ice pack on your chin, though. Know looking look, look a little bruised. <laughs> but, yeah, like,
1: I'm, I'm watching the um, finishing sequence now. I forgot all about, like, Young was just out, like, he was just out there throwing, like, five, six punch combinations because D just had nowhere to go because he came back himself.
0: Into the up against the, Yeah, and he was catching him in the body and D was just, like, balling up. Like, he, it was almost like he got overwhelmed. Like, he, he was on system overload. He didn't know what right. to do. It was, yeah. So, shout out to Shane Young. Um, yeah keep 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 handling business like that man you'll you'll be around here for a while um this next fight Song Kanan and Hector Aldana um this was the only fight that I watched in real time but I honestly don't remember much of it the only notes I remember is like Aldana had hadn't fought in like 3 years and this was like his return fight I think yeah um, cuz
1: he was on like a tough Latin American season 2 I want to say, yeah, he was, so yeah, much, he was on Gastelum's team.
0: Yeah, and I mean, for for a three year layoff and coming back, it, it didn't look too bad. But um, I think all I remember for this fight, he, I think he got caught with a right that ended the fight, and he just kind of got slumped, yep. or he, he kind of like fell to his knees, and then you know, caught, caught some more punches after that, and that was that was it. But yeah, I, I don't remember too much else of that fight.
1: Like until, the like than, the end is like, I don't like. It's really weird. Like, not weird in that, like... I guess it's weird in how simple it was. Like, uh... Aldana steps into a right hand. Uh... Is it open guard? Yeah, uh, no. So they're both... Yeah. So they're both orthodox. Aldana, Aldana steps into a right hand. It is just immediately down and it's over. Like, you know... Uh, he, he does ground and pound and it's over. Like, it's just really bizarre in how simple it is. Like, it was so sudden, it didn't register with me when I was watching it.
0: That's Probably another one of those that you didn't see it. <laughs> you look up and it's right. over. Uh, yeah, Ref's raving ref, right you off.
1: For, to his credit, Aldana looked pretty good for like a guy who only has like four or five pro fights.
0: Yeah, four or five pro fights, three-year layoff. He didn't look like there was any like ring rust or that he missed the beat. Um, so you know I don't think this loss is like anything to be ashamed of considering circumstances. Right. But um yeah man, Kanan got him he got him out of there though. <laughs> um so yeah that that was that fight, so shout out to Songanan. Um this next fight uh ended pretty quickly <laughs> Jake Matthews and Shinsho Anzai. Um so I ain't gonna lie, this, this is the part of the card where I remember like my overall thoughts of the fight but like minor details are going to escape me. Um I just remember for one thing how did Jake Matthews ever make lightweight?
1: Dude is a middleweight.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a big man. Like how he ever made 155 or why he even uh, tried to make 155. I do He's yet. still
1: growing. Like he's well he's still filling out. He's only like 25 years old or
0: something. Like he is a strong, <laughs> like, <laughs> he has, like, that dad strength at 24, like, dude, dude is, like, crazy strong, um, all I remember from this fight is, uh, once it got to, like, the clinch, man, he, he gave Shinzo some, some problems, um, I honestly don't even remember the finish, I can't remember what he,
1: he suffered. He like. got my rear naked choke, and, uh, Anzai did, uh, just, like, it literally took him, like, two seconds to, like, just to choke him out. Like, the grip was so strong. I didn't even think he was under the chin
0: when he had it. Uh, big as Matthews is. He probably didn't even need to be <laughs> under the chin. He could have crushed that man's whole face. Uh, they,
1: that's under, yeah, it's under there. But, like, it's, it's just Anzai's beard is hiding it. Yeah. But, like, yo, he he just goes out. And the, the riff was like, wait, is he out? <laughs> <laughs> But, but the yeah. the one particular from this fight I remember is uh like they're in the clinch and Matthew just kinda reaches down and it's like it, it he just kinda reaches down and just like kinda pushes him over. <laughs> he he's like it was like, Oh, this is incredibly easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man, I'd imagine just in terms of strength, he's gonna have advantage over a lot of people. He that's that's a big boy. That is a big boy.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. So shout outs to him. I think he's what? Is he two and zero or three and 0 at uh, Welterweight? two
1: and zero now. I think.
0: Two and zero. So. Yeah, man. Shout outs to him. Uh, welterweight is, was obviously oh, wait, the right 3-0, move. three
1: and zero, three and zero. I forgot he he beat the leech. Sadly.
0: No, he did. not Yeah, he did beat the leech. Well, either way, good win for him. Three and zero at welterweight. Definitely the weight class for him. <laughs> Um, he, he's probably still gonna have size advantage over some people, um, but yeah, impressive performance. He didn't really take much damage at all. So, shout out to to Jake Matthews. Um, so next fight, Yan uh, Zhao Nan versus Vivian Pereira. Um, I just remember from this fight, man, like Pereira couldn't get much or anything off because she couldn't really like close the distance, and <laughs> Zhao Nan just kind of. You know, kind of just outstruck her like pretty soundly. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Some <laughs> really nice um kick. The punch combinations from Shannon. Like
0: yeah, she's a really she's a really fun striker to, to to watch work. Um Yeah, she was just pretty much able to just get off what she wanted because she just she dictated pretty much everything about this fight. Like she was in control of the striking. She was in control of the distance. Like, Pereira couldn't get any much, like, consistency going in their game. And Zhao Nan just kind of just pieced he her apart from distance kind of did what she wanted for three rounds. Um, crazy, two judges scored this 29-28. I don't know what rounds I remember Pereira I even think winning. it was, like, the third
1: where, like, Nan <laughs> stopped kicking. So she was, it was just, like, her jab cross versus uh, Pereira's, like, volume. Also, like, Pereira was the one coming forward in the fight, Uh, but, 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 like, she just wasn't able to reach (laughs) Xiaonan, because she would just kick her in the face or in the stomach, or, like, hit her with a leg kick, and then just bounce.
0: So, yeah, that was pretty much that fight, not too much of substance or anything crazy that really happened, just Yan Xiao nan I I like watching Xiao nan fight, though. She's somebody I, I, I keep an eye on. Um really really fun striker um not saying she'll like win a title or anything but i think she'll she'll put on some fun fights. so shout outs to her
1: improves to 2 and 0 in the UFC. And...
0: yeah and her her first fight was awesome um what was the first fight against was it uh yes Curry? yeah the first that for her first fight was awesome if you guys never watched it but um very talented striker so somebody worth a note to keep an eye on so shout out like, her. this is
1: a really good whimper by the way um, like Pereira, is someone who beat Laterno, she beat Moyo, like she wants to Suarez, but who doesn't? Like, she, like she's a legitimately good weight. Like she's she might be a tad undersized, at like five feet tall, but she didn't look five feet tall. He looked a little taller, right? I'm not crazy. No,
0: five
1: three. <laughs> I mean, she's Maybe. still short, but she's strong.
0: Yeah, she she didn't look like not like uh like danielle taylor right
1: because danielle taylor is five feet
0: yeah <laughs> and she looks she looks five feet she looks extra extra right. short <laughs> but um yeah it was wild. when they mentioned uh pereira's like wins and they mentioned Laterno. i was like man wait, where's leturne because she's in bellator yep, she's right
1: fighting this month next month something like that i feel like
0: what's I haven't seen her name in a while. But I know like she had a Bellator fight already. Yeah,
1: she, uh... Did she win that fight? I think she did. Yeah, she beat Kate Jackson. She's now scheduled the fight. What's her face? Um, was it Emily DeCote? No, that... I don't think that's it. Um... Christina Williams. Next week. Uh,
0: No, I was just making sure. I, I, I thought her... I was hoping she had a, a fight lined up soon um but yeah man shout out to Yan to jaunnan great performance um this next fight i was really interested in and it was really weird <laughs> kind of watching this fight because of how it went uh match and uh naoki inouye uh anyway the uh, brother of mizuki inouye who fights in Invicta. um i forgot who he fought in his first fight but it was a pretty impressive performance from what i remember um, but it was really strange watching him fight Snell. I don't think he attempted one takedown. No. I
1: don't think either it's did. Like,
0: oh, wait, no, wait. Uh, yep. No, Snell, I think, went for yeah, one. Yeah, Or at least tied up. He at least tied up, like, at least once or twice. Um, but, yeah, it, it was really weird. Like, in a way, was very content <laughs> to to in the trade. And, I mean, his, his striking, while it's, it's not great, you know, it's, it's competent enough to get by. I'm, um, I'm going to
1: give him a little bit more of that. I think he's a good striker. Like his jab was phenomenal. Yeah. Plus he tra- he does train out of the same gym that taught um, you know his sister, who herself is a really good boxer. So.
0: Yeah. I was thought I I was hoping he would have. After the first round, I was like, all right, maybe he'll just mix it up a little more. Like clearly his striking is good enough. Like you you gotta respect it. Um, and uh, you know he was definitely well they they both were. were Trading and catching each other with pretty decent shots, but I was thinking maybe he would just mix it up a bit more. And something told me by like the end of the second round, I was like, I'm gonna get my feelings hurt at the end. Yeah, the because it's <laughs> it's it's too close. Like they're both they're both landing good shots. Nobody's really nobody's performing so good that it's like a clear win. So like I could I could have saw that fight going either way. But I just, it felt like Schnell was just, even for the brief moments where he would tie up or go for a takedown, he was just that more diverse with his offense that I thought it'd be enough to get him the decision. And I was rooting for in the way, but I kind of felt it was going to slip away from him. And it did. Schnell won on split decision. But, I mean, good good performance from him, though. Um, like I said, he he mixed it up a bit more. He was a bit more diverse. With his offense, um, <clears throat> and it was enough to get him the the, the split decision win. So, um, yeah. Who was who was Snells? Uh, like I remember his name, but I like don't remember.
1: I don't, unless he got name. beat up by like Davis and Figueroa or something like that. I could be wrong. I mean, I probably am. Uh, well, he beat Marco Antonio Beltran. But before that, he had lost to Hector Sandoval and Rob Font, hmm. which fair enough. Um, yeah, like she knows, knows a skill. Like it uh, seems like a talented dude, but like he he is cursed with fighting in flyweight, where literally everybody is a talented dude. <laughs> it's just that like you know it's a shark tank division. There's not like forty dudes. uh Japan scored. 1-1. So yep. uh, but uh, like it, it's not a dude where there's like forty dudes who like the the special people in the division can, you know, beat up. It, it's the division would just like, you know, you you gotta you gotta be the cre- you gotta be the cream of the crop, um, to really stand out and make a name for yourself. Um, and you know his first fight in the UFC was a loss to Rob Font, which you nobody can hold that against him. Um. Like he he just looks so much more comfortable than he's had he's, than he's looked in the past um, in this one, like his count. Uh, uh, like I I, I praised Inoue's uh jab, which was great. It, it was really strong, powerful. You know, ca- it caught him almost every single time. But Schnell made the adjustment with the left hook, caught Inoue a bunch of times with it. You yeah, know, was a li- it was more aggressive, was stalking him actually. Um, like it's just a really good performance. Like. I I don't know what his ceiling is in this division. He's twenty eight. Uh, he's fighting for like nine years already, but you 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 never know. He could be somebody interesting, I guess.
0: He'll yeah, be, um, be fun
1: at the very least.
0: Yeah, honestly, I, I feel like it would be like one of those like middle of the pack kind of guys. Like he might not really ever crack. The top 15, but he'll be good enough to put on some fun fights. Um, maybe <laughs> fight like other prospects. You know, give them some some competition to go up against.
1: Uh, yeah, and um, before I forget, like it's it's in the way coming off a of soldier a uh, soldier surgery and like he's only like what 20, like plenty of time. Uh, 21, so there's plenty of time for him to turn around.
0: Yeah, and I mean, as good as his striking look like, even though he. He dropped the decision. Like you, you pair that striking, which will only get better, with the grappling that he know he's capable of. We just didn't see it yeah. this fight. Like he, he's he's pretty well rounded. He just, you know, once he, once he puts it all together, it it could be something definitely worth keeping an eye on.
1: And once he um, fills out more, because like,
0: yeah, he yeah he he <laughs> he's twenty he is right?
1: Twenty one.
0: Yeah, yeah. He looks. He. he yeah. He looks like he. He moved
1: up from strawweight.
0: Man. Yeah, you you look at his frame. He he looks like a really skinny, just you know, need to drink some milk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he just looks really really skinny, man. He'll, he'll he'll definitely probably fill out as he as he gets older, um, you know. But dude dude's still really talented. But you know, great great win on Schnell, man. He eked out a split decision. Uh, so so good win from him Uh, this next fight uh, Oko Sasaki and Janelle Lausa all I really remember from this fight is from the jump Sasaki just (laughs) tried to just grapple him to death like (laughs) it was kind of messed up because like as soon as the fight started they like touched gloves for two seconds and then he just shot in for a takedown and then then, like the second round he tried to touch gloves and Janelle was like nah we're not doing that Um, and I think he took him down again anyway but um yeah i just remember a lot of grappling but the key takeaway was the finish which was a beautiful back tape that uh sasaki pulled off to get the rear naked choke i can't even really describe how he did it
1: um, like he had s guard and then just like decided you know what fuck it and just rolled through and it was on
0: his back right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was really wild it was beautiful. i mean not s guard s mount was... my bad yeah, it was, <laughs> I don't, I can't remember I've seen, I, I don't see that too often. I can't remember the last time I've seen somebody do something like that. Like, he he clearly was on a mission, and he, he went for it all. And, I mean, clearly he was winning the grappling exchanges, so, you know, why not? Uh, he, he went for broke. He got the rear naked choke. You know, what was a pretty dominant, you know, grappling affair.
1: Yep, um. Uh, like Oka's weird, man. Like his his whole stint down that flyway has just been bizarre. Like it's win loss win loss, but like you should have lost to Scottkins, but Scottkins is like a self sabotaging lunatic. Like you give who uh, Juicy Formiga like his first finish in forever, and now he's just out here finishing dudes. <laughs> Uh, man. Like, uh, oh, so uh, a a common thing we see throughout uh, this card is that we're seeing more and more uh, Asian fighters leave their home and go train at other gyms, right? So you got what was his name? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Don Song. He went to Team Alpha. Uh, was he? Yeah, he was a Team Alpha dude. Uh, Kanaan Song, who actually went to Mike's gym and. The Netherlands, which is, you know, home of some of the world's best kickboxers. And then he finished up at Mike Jackson's. And then you have Okasasaki, who spent time at Team Saralongo here uh, around here in New York. So, like, we're, we're seeing dudes more and more just leave their comfort zone and go train everywhere. And, of course, you got, like, Jing Leong, uh, Jin who is... Okay, where was he... I know I, I know he for his last fight he stayed at China Top Team, but he's been known to come here to the States to go train. So, you know, there's dudes everywhere.
0: Now we just gotta actually I meant to bring that up earlier. Is, is OSP still at like his yep. home gym?
1: In Tennessee. I wanna say one of the girls Man. who tried out for Tough the the, the most recent edition of Tough. She is um she trains with OSP.
0: He's, he's loyal to the death. I'll give him that.
1: If he if this is a dude who left like five years ago, we'd be talking about as a contender.
0: Yeah, like he 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 has <laughs> especially in two hundred five. Like it, it, he's up there. Like he he's not too far from the pitcher even right now. Like he he's 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 in the mix. He just needs to get like a consistent streak going, but. Yeah, like, if he if he was at a better gym and they could hone in all of the talent that he has, no doubt he'd be fighting for a title. Not saying he would win, but he, he'd he be up there. He'd be right up there in the middle. Or
1: maybe he would fail out because this is just the way he was always meant to fight. We will never know.
0: <laughs>
1: but then um, again, he'd still be well. strong as shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Power, power doesn't like, really leave.
1: Like, OSP is, like, one of those dudes who's just, like, immune to martial arts. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like you could be like the best fighter in the world. <laughs> and there's just going to be that one dude out there who's just going to be like, "Nah, fuck that shit." <laughs> yeah,
0: that made me think of like the really old like martial arts flicks and they would bring in the one random American villain who was the only person in the movie who didn't speak Chinese and he was just like big stupid strong guy for no yeah. reason. <laughs> like, like
1: you're just gonna get the dudes like Derek Lewis who you just can't choke he doesn't have a right. neck like, you're gonna get the dudes you just can't knock out and they're just always going to be in the fight like Roy Nelson Oh man. that doesn't mean that they, they don't have craft or whatever they just like have this natural instinct when it comes to or this natural like physical ability when it comes to like you know whooping ass
0: and he's, he's he's always got the Vaughn Prude. Exactly. Going
1: and for. he's creative. He, yeah. He's actually one of the few creative people at uh, 205. So he has that going for him. Like, I straight up don't know how you prepare for OSP. Uh, if you're one of these other, like, middle-of-the-road like, uh, like heavyweights. Yeah,
0: he, um... Like, do you
1: just practice not grabbing his head?
0: <laughs> you definitely don't want to get put on your back. That won't end well. I mean, you can stand and trade, but if he catches you, it's we'll
1: amazing win. how much he ends up on top of people, despite the fact that he doesn't wrestle.
0: Tyus, he's so he's stupid strong, man. Like, yeah, man, he he is he's he's a puzzle. He's definitely a a, a puzzle to just
1: just think of how strong Alir Latifi is. Good Dude. God. Because, like, he manhandled the shit out of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Latifi's like Kratos, man. That dude. Like, Latifi,
1: like, like might legitimately be the strongest dude in the UFC.
0: He's just one of those dudes that look at him and I'm like, how are you not champ? Just look at your physique. Like, how have you just not killed every single person you ever He's
1: killed? He's like Yoel first? Romero on steroids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um. Oh, we got one more fight. I oh, yeah. <laughs> Last fight on the card. Uh, G Yeon Kim and uh, Melinda Fabian. Um, I don't remember a lot of this fight in detail. I don't remember any of it. So we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember Kim throwing some pretty hard. This was another fight from what I remember it was pretty much just like a boxing match. I remember Kim landing some pretty hard right hands. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much else to say about this fight, to be honest. I wish I remembered it a bit more. I just I remember some boxing, some some right hands being thrown. I think Kim landed some some pretty hard shots. Melinda landed some pretty decent shots, uh, and Kim ended up winning a split decision. And yeah, nothing else of substance to <laughs> to say about that um about that fight. So I guess we'll we'll just end it. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, man, that was UFC Singapore, um, like I said, overall, there, there, there were good moments on this card, it's just that, I don't know, like, outside of, I don't know, like, it wasn't, like, a lot of substance going on, like, maybe, like, future meaning for a lot of these fights, other than, all right, Leon Edwards beat Cerrone, so I I guess he puts himself up there now, we'll see what happens with him next you know we we were excited for Jan's debut so that came and that you know went the way we we hoped it would um, like
1: the way I would describe this card is if you look at the prelims except besides the Jake Matthews fight like these would be like the if every single one of these prelims feels like one of those prelims where like okay there's a card coming up and it has like a bunch of big names at the top but you're, like, secretly... You're, like, one of the three or four people excited for, like, one of those fight pass (laughs) prelims. This is, like, a a whole fight pass... This is, like, a whole eight fights where it's all exactly like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, if you're a hardcore, you know... there There were some names on this card that caught your eye that you were interested in. But if you're just a casual... Um, I mean, I would still encourage you to watch the fights because, like I said, the, the fight had definitely had good moments. There were good performances, but in terms of like names and star power, there was not a ton on this card probably for you.
1: Right. You but if you, if you're just looking for some good old fashioned violence,
0: yeah, why not? I mean, and if you got fight pass,
1: exactly. Why not? Like if you have fight pass, go. Maybe skip like the first fight because I don't remember it. Um. But like the the whole end of the 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 prelims were just wild as crap.
0: Yeah, every, everything from Jake Matthews. And no, no, I, I like Xiao Nan too. I say everything from Xiao Nan up would be worth a watch. Yep. No diss to anybody. Like
1: yeah, you know, the only uh, the only fo- well, yeah, yeah, it's a good it's it's a fun card. Yeah,
0: it was decent card. Fun
1: card, the void of consequence. Except for whoever loses right. their job,
0: which, yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody
1: gets cut nowadays. It's okay.
0: Yeah, they, they get re- released or just contracts just don't get re-signed. Um. All right, real quick, because we're not doing too terrible on time. Um. I want I want to revisit a convo real quick. Oh, all right, revisit one and start a new one. So like the last time we recorded, which was however long ago. Oh no, this wasn't when we recorded. This was in our group chat. <laughs> so uh we made a comment about uh Whitaker so There was some comment made, Whitaker having the best um what, what what did we say? He had like the best, I guess, record in terms of like strength of competition in middleweight yes. history. So we debated uh we we talked about him and Anderson Silva. So I'm gonna re back on mine. And I'm gonna edge. I'm gonna give Anderson Silver a slight edge, but that's not even the reason. The point of the conversation. That conversation made me think of something else, um, and I have no answer for what I'm about to ask you. <laughs> I didn't take the time to think about this, but it just made me think. Who who, who in lightweight is that equivalent? Who who has the hardest Who has the hardest... Who's had the hardest schedule in lightweight? And and who would be considered the GOAT lightweight? Like, if MMA died today, there was no more fighting. We had to pick the greatest of all time. Who's the greatest lightweight?
1: Well, those could be two different questions. Because if you're... If we're going to go... Like, for example, I don't think Dan Henderson's a better fighter than Anderson Silva. But he sure as shit has had a harder... Like, you know, a harder schedule. Yeah, schedule, schedule, yeah, no question. So, like... um. Like, well, people still say BJ, and I, I, I'm not feeling that. Like, I get why they say BJ, but
0: let's do let's do strength, and schedule. All right, strength so of schedule. Strength of schedule. who's fought the hardest, people, the 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 most competition, uh, or the toughest competition?
1: Toughest competition. Well, it wouldn't be any of the dudes at the top of the division right now, believe it or not. Uh, so let's see, let's go back.
0: Cause off top of my head, and this is strictly just from memory the the first two names that popped in my head were RDA and and Frankie.
1: Okay. Uh all right. So RDA has at lightweight Tony Fergs, Eddie Alvarez, Don Cerrone, Pettis, Nate Diaz, Benson Henderson, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Don Cerrone again. Uh Clay Guida Tyson Griffin, Jeremy Stevens. That's uh, yeah, pretty damn hard.
0: Yeah, it's pretty solid. It's not, it's
1: not bad. <laughs> um, who was Frankie? It was like Bendo. Yeah, BJ, Bendo,
0: Bendo twice. Three BJ times. twice. DJ hmm.
1: twice. Tyson Griffin. All right, hold on. Uh, let me check. I just want to make sure on this one. One, two, three. Uh, Eddie Alvarez will be up there. Oh, yeah. Gigi, Poirier, yeah, yeah. McGregor, RDA, Pettis, uh, Melendez, Cerrone, Chandler.
0: Oh, he might have it. Uh, if you look in terms of, like, accolades, he's fought champs from, like, every... <laughs> Aoki
1: twice, I want to say. Mm. Uh, Chandler twice then. Uh, Kakuno when that meant something. Uh, Kawajiri when that meant something. Joe Chen when that meant something.
0: The only guy he didn't fight was Brooks and Bellator. That'd be the only you know back when that meant
1: something. <laughs> like <laughs> and, like, um, th- like thinking about like his era in the UFC. Like I guess the only dude you could say he didn't fight was like. Bendo.
0: Yeah, he might have strength of schedule. Uh,
1: well, I guess it's Ferg's Khabib and Khabib, too, but he fought McGregor.
0: Yeah, he might he might win strength of schedule.
1: It's, like, him, RDA, um... Who, who am I thinking? Who else? Uh, like, it's really weird, because, like, I, I think Khabib and Tony are, like, the two best in terms of, like, skill... To ever could be a lightweight, but at the same time, I don't think they have the strength to schedule because they're always hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Khabib has RDA, uh, Johnson, Sebao, Barbosa, like Aya Quinta, like, hmm. Like who, I'm forgetting somebody. Did I say Johnson? Yeah. Well, yeah. No. So like you know, I, I'm i like, I can't put him in strength of schedules conversation. Like to, uh, Ferguson probably has like a little bit of a um. But yeah, Ferguson might have like a little bit more because, he, but even he like <sighs> God, it's hard.
0: I might go with Eddie. I think I'm gonna have to go with Eddie for strength and schedule.
1: Like Eddie or um, RDA.
0: Yeah, e- either one of those two, I think, would be a, a right answer. Now the the goat lightweight, I have no idea. I would have to do so much research <laughs> and, and rewatch a lot of performances that I haven't watched in a while. I, if a couple of years ago, if somebody would have said BJ, maybe I, I might have rolled with it. Now, two thousand eighteen I don't think I can see BJ
1: anymore. Right. Uh, this is a tough conversation. Uh, like like they are like I feel like there are like five guys who you could throw in this conversation, they'd all be like the right answer. Right. Yeah.
0: That's a hard one. That's a hard one. It just made me think. Like Eddie that. like Eddie
1: RDA are in the conversation. Frankie's in the conversation. Like Penis
0: is weird. <laughs> I felt like Pettis, Pettis was Pedis was in it for like. You
1: asked me before Pettis had lost the title. I've been like Pedis because like this run was like Bendo twice, Gilbert, Donald Cerrone, uh, but like I feel like I feel like RDA has done more than that. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. It, it seemed like Pettus was on track right. to get that, and then he. You know, we we saw kind of what happened, but...
1: (laughs) You know what the craziest part about it is? Like, I feel like Khabib and Tony are going to outgrow 155 in in the nearest future.
0: I think Tony might stick around. I don't know about Khabib, though.
1: Yeah, Khabib might be the first champion to lose his title on the scales.
0: (laughs) That would be terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That that would suck because he might not be considered the greatest lightweight just because he's he's just too big. He just won't be able to stick around for a while. But just just an interesting conversation. I figured I would this is it. a really um, good question. Yeah, because yeah, lightweight is just is one of those divisions like there's there's so many just great talents that it's it's hard to pinpoint like who was really the greatest out of all of these people that we've gotten to see over the years. So um you know if you guys have any input throw that in the comments you know who who do you think had the hardest strength of schedule at lightweight and then separately who do you think is the greatest lightweight of all time um, just wanted to, to throw that question out there but coming towards the end of the show so we will do uh parting shots and shout outs so um i have two shout outs and one shot um I want to give a shout-out to the World Cup in general because it's just fun to watch. Even though I don't get to catch it all the time, um, and I still don't even understand all of soccer's rules, but <laughs> it's it's just fun to watch. I enjoy watching it. The games are really intense. The crowd's always into it. The announcers make everything seem exciting, even though I have no idea what's really happening. Uh, but it's a good time, man. It's a good time. Uh, what's this, uh, the game still? Uh, it's at halftime now. Halftime? All right. So, um... Yeah, man, you guys should give the World Cup a watch if you're not a soccer fan. You might. I promise you, those announcers will make you feel like you're watching, like, the greatest thing on earth. You might not have any idea what's going on, but they'll make you believe it. So, <laughs> definitely give it a watch. Um, other shout-out. shout outs uh, shout out to a fight that I believe is up there for Potential Fight of the Year. And I apologize for this name that I'm going to butcher. Um, but this fight, uh, I wish I I don't even have the event in front of me. <laughs> but, um, Tenshin Nasukawa, who we've mentioned on this podcast at this point numerous times, uh, versus Rai-Tung Jit muin I probably butchered that terribly. Um, that fight happened, I can't remember when that fight happened. It wasn't too long ago. It was within, like, the last, like, two weeks, I want to say, um, that fight happened. But, um, we've mentioned tension on this podcast before dude is like a just a, a prodigy <laughs> kickboxer this dude is ridiculously talented for how young he is um but this this fight was the toughest fight he's definitely been in that i've seen um it ended up going to a bonus round in which uh tension won i, I, don't, I don't know if they call it overtime but uh he, he won the bonus round so he won the fight but um and in my opinion off of the one time that i watched it I thought Rod Tung actually won in regulation, Um, but this fight was amazing to see. Rod Tung is a machine. Like, he was constantly pressing forward, um, landing some crazy shots, but tension, man, something he does that he does way beyond his years, man. This dude is so composed. Like, there were moments in this fight where it was definitely getting rough for him, and I never saw him look worried or look, like, rattled. Like, his head was completely in the fight the entire time, um, but it was a wild back-and-forth fight, man. Both of these dudes were throwing heat, landing really good shots. It, it was an amazing kickboxing fight. Um, if you guys... Uh, it might still be on YouTube. Uh, I I got a chance to watch it on YouTube. I don't know if the video has been <laughs> taken down, but... um. If you get a chance to watch it, man. Tenshin Asukawa, Rod Tung. That's R O D T U N G. Just type in uh, Tenshin Asukawa versus Rod Tung. It'll hopefully pop up if the video's still out there. But um, the amazing, amazing fight, man. Definitely gonna be up there for fight of the year for me. So shout outs to both of those gentlemen. I definitely hope they run that fight back because it was it was razor close. Um, but yeah. Shout shout outs to to those two. Um. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Parting shot, man. We're going to take a trip over to the NBA draft. Um, you know, NBA draft went down. I can't remember what day it was. But if you're an NBA fan, you probably watched it. If not, I'll give you some feelings. Um, but we're going to talk about the whole NBA draft. We're going to put the spotlight on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so Philadelphia 76ers um drafted uh Mikkel or I don't know if it's Michael Bridges, um, who I wanna say played at Villanova, I think. Yes. Um that... Yeah, who yeah, who played at uh, Villanova. And the reason this is important is Villanova is a school in uh the state of Pennsylvania, which obviously is where Philly is. So, him getting drafted was just a great story. He played in Philly. His mom actually works for the Philadelphia 76ers organization. They had her at the draft. They interviewed her, like, when he got picked. It was such a great story. Like, you know, your son gets drafted to your team, and everybody's all happy, and everything seems great. You, You bring her on camera, and all this hoorah, and 30 minutes later, this kid gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. For Zaire Smith, uh, and an unprotected first-round pick in 2021. So, um, shot to the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, and I, I get it. Like, trades always happen on draft night. Like, that that's not even what I'm mad about. But like, why? <laughs> you bring the mom on camera. We make it such this wholesome, great family moment, and then you just throw the whole thing away 30 minutes later, and you trade him to the other side of the country to a team that's been rebuilding since like forever um it, it, <laughs> and i don't know the details like i don't know if they knew beforehand if this trade was going to happen or if it just happened to been one of those spur of the moment things but it just it i don't know man It it, just, it seemed pretty bad like you, you guys made such a good moment out of it and then it the whole moment just didn't matter, like, n- literally 30 minutes later. You just shipped the kid off to uh, the other side of the country, to the the Phoenix Suns of all teams. Um, which, I don't know, shout-out to them. They got DeAndre Ayton. Him and Devin Booker will be a, a fun combo to watch in the future. But, yeah, shout to y'all, man. Why y'all do him like that? That was pretty <laughs> That was pretty grimy, man. You, you, you ruined that kid. That was a really good family moment that just kind of got ruined.
1: I mean, it lasted a good 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It lasted 20 minutes. You know, it was a feel-good story for that brief time, and then that was it. But shot, pardon, you know, shot, just emptied a whole clip on Philly. And you guys have been having a lot of blunders lately with the whole scandal with uh, old boy Colangelo. Now you got this, you know. it's Not a good look, man. Not a good look. Um, That's all I got for my... Uh, parting shots and
2: shout-outs. Uh, sh-
0: no,
1: I had this whole rant, whatever, prepared, but I don't got the energy for it no more. Let me just throw a shot at the UFC and Greg Hardy, because fuck him. Because that's a thing now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know. You see he injured himself in the arena football yep, league.
1: That's called karma. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, that Greg Hardy thing is, um...
1: Can you imagine being, like, Beck Rawlings? Who's had this high-profile, well, MMA, in MMA terms at least, high-profile, like, divorce proceeding with, like, her ex-husband who she accused of, like, abuse and then it just recently got, like, divorced. Uh, not divorced, um, arrested for abusing some teenage girl. And then, and then, and then you have yeah. to share, like, a dais with Greg Hardy after a post-fight. Or, or they give Greg Hardy $50,000 despite the fact that he's like a 50, he's like a freaking millionaire. And like the only way he can spend all his money in his lifetime is if he's a complete idiot.
0: Yeah. And it, it's like he, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but. So I guess he didn't get convicted, but we wrong. saw the pictures. Like no, He, yeah, he was we convicted, saw the
1: pictures. but he appealed. And uh, his his girl, uh, well, his former girlfriend or wife—I uh, can't remember—didn't um, show up for the appeal, like the, for the trial. And the rumor is he paid her off, or you know, to not show up. So that's how he got off. And also, by the way, this isn't his second chance. This is like his third or fourth chance.
0: Yeah. And I can say, as a Cowboys fan, because he played after. for us, he's been, he, <laughs> he's been a problem, like, the entire time he was with the Cowboys. Like, him playing for the Cowboys was, like, his third chance. Right. So, so we're talking,
1: uh, like, this man played a, a whole season of football after all this stuff happened with his ex. Yeah. And he did, the reason he's not in the league is not because of that. The reason that he's not in the league is because he was a bad teammate and a distraction with baggage.
0: <laughs> yeah. And 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 to my knowledge, at least from what I've seen, he's never I mean, I, I get it, it's probably like his PR people. But he's he's never like apologized Zero. like really Yeah. Like when when they interviewed him after the um uh, not interviewed him but um you know like before the the contender series fights like they do like the random like profile shots and like short video you get to see like their background and right. all that he just said like oh I had some demons blah 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 like demons that's what we're gonna right. call this like <laughs> it's a lot more like we we regardless of how the trial went we saw the pictures right. like it was bad it was really bad
1: um, but uh I, like I, said, I had this whole like, i was going to get all emotional uh, just kind of between this and you know the other guy who fuck uh, triple x like, i just don't got the energy for this week uh
0: ah, that's a whole yeah like i'm
1: not i'm not i'm not with yeah. it right now so just 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 leave it off at you know fuck them
0: I, I I was going to have a triple X combo on like an album review podcast. But to be honest, like I, Did, I didn't listen to his music. Much I, remember, all, I
1: remember I remember I made you listen to one of his songs. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that, that was it. <laughs> I, I listened. I think I listened to like that album you sent me because like all the songs were like two minutes and I just I didn't want to go back and listen to it. Like I, I was just really indifferent towards him. So, I mean, like, and I don't, you know, I'm leaving it alone. I don't want to make this a whole another yeah. conversation because this could go a whole another way. We'll be here for another Goodness. hour. His fans <laughs> might show up at your job. <laughs> y'all got to stop comparing this man to Tupac, man. I don't know if some of y'all are just trolling, but we got to cut that out. We got to cut that out,
1: man. Yeah, y'all need to, uh, y'all need therapy and Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I want to be positive. So, um, shouts to Mexico. Uh, they they are fucking killing it in the World Cup. They they beat Germany. Uh, they beat that other team yesterday, whose name I forget. <laughs> uh, wait, I know this. Mexico.
0: I was gonna say tens. South Korea. So, um, so
1: they are all but guaranteed to go to the next round. Um, they have a game this Wednesday against Sweden. But by the time you all here, this is my episode might be out already. The the game might be over already. So <laughs> whatever. But you know, shouts to Mexico. They they're just killing it. I don't know if anybody expected them to beat Germany, but they did. For those who don't know, Germany won the last World Cup, and that actually who like uh the New Jersey's governor bet twenty dollars would, you know. Win the World Cup this year, so yeah, fun times. Matter of fact, shout out to all the upsets from this year's uh, World Cup. There's been a lot of them, actually.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been like I said. I don't, I don't really know many soccer players, but it just seems really fun. Like everything just seems fun. <laughs> I, I feel like I got invited to like this cool kids club, and I'm just it's the, the
1: world's you know? biggest party.
0: It is. It's just, <laughs> it it's literally just cool is. to see
1: everybody just like enjoying themselves,
0: right? I haven't seen like people get too. Uh, I hope. I hope we don't get any ugly incidents out of that. But yeah, like I haven't seen people get too out of control. Haven't seen nationalism be. You know, I haven't seen it get too wild. I,
1: I haven't seen them firebomb the field yet. I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting right. for that because <laughs> that apparently
0: happens a lot. <laughs> you know, it's it's been pretty been pretty cool so far so yeah man it, it literally is like a big party it's, it's a big it's, it's a big party everybody's in, invited this it's, it's a fun time so you know c- come come enjoy i've mean,
1: never story. heard of anybody getting stabbed either doesn't mean it didn't happen though
0: <laughs> we're, for the sake of good vibes we're gonna act like it didn't and hopefully the real stab victim isn't listening if it happened probably i mean it's in russia
1: they probably right can't understand us
0: there we go or it's in egypt
1: uh, <laughs> where we're banned
0: right <laughs> oh last shout out um i listened to a two-hour album over the course of two days <laughs> komashi washington heaven and earth if anybody out there likes jazz music it's a phenomenal album but keep in mind it's two hours long it's a double disc it's a lot Yeah, like scorpion but it's Oh lord, yeah, that's, par- <laughs> that's apparently a double disc, and he's gonna be taking shots at Kanye and like I guess Push. I don't I don't know how this. Why's your album named Scorpion?
1: Like because that's like I I don't even know. he is is he a Scorpio? Is that what this is?
0: I don't know. I I thought it meant like he this album's supposed to be a little more vicious. Like, a little more... See, I don't
1: think vicious when I think Scorpion. I think, like, you know those, trans- those trashy romance novels? <laughs> like that, that's what that name like. Like,
2: <laughs>
0: that, That's oh, what man. I think. Drake would definitely be a part of a trashy romance novel. Oh, my
1: God. If this was, like, the early 2000s, he could have his own line.
0: His dating life probably is a trashy romance. I guarantee I mean, like,
1: none of the women who, like, he's been with, like, seem to like him anymore. <laughs> like Drake just seems insufferable.
0: Drake is definitely leaving you petty answering machine messages when you I mean he up. he makes
1: <laughs> albums about petty <laughs> He has a. have you heard how <laughs> like
0: When I heard the, the line the what what I remember the song like when they were arguing in the cheesecake yes. Factory like Drake why are you this arguing, is a arguing place in Place
1: with families lo- uh, who watch Disney and <laughs> go on family vacations.
0: Right. Why are we arguing at the Why Cheesecake? Why are you <laughs> arguing
1: at the Cheesecake Factory,
0: Drake? <laughs> oh man. Drake. Drake Drake's a funny guy. He's a, like, he's a funny guy.
1: Drake's been like in the popular consciousness for like a decade now. I still don't know anything about him besides he was on the grass. I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't realize that until like the other day. It's a completely non MMA related end of episode rant, but I don't care. I didn't realize that till the other day. Like, he's really been around for a decade. Like, I still remember listening to, like, Comeback Season and So Far Gone. I was like, oh, this dude's pretty good. And then. You know, he's
1: like, I can, I can make so much money by not trying.
0: Right. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't, to his, you know, credit, it worked. Um, I mean, he's put out a few projects here and there. I, I like Nothing was the same. I thought that was. That I've was never cool, liked
1: more but... than half a Drake album. Like and I didn't like any of yous.
0: <laughs> like, I, I legitimately
1: hated. Like, as a matter of fact, I can't say that. What's what's the song? of, Like Drake's best songs nowadays are like when he just straight up like rips, like, night like the cadences, the like, and his like choruses from other songs. Like of the three songs yeah. he has out right now for Scorpion, like the one I like the most is the one with the Lauren Hill sample. And from the like, only two songs I like from Views are the ones where he just took the Mary J. Blythe song and the DMX song. <laughs> and it was just, like, added his own words to it. So they're basically, like, remixes.
0: Yeah. he, And that's the reason I can't, like, totally ever get behind them. Because, like, I know you can do better than this. I know you... it feels like you're just going in the studio and you're just kind of... You're just throwing out whatever, but you know the people will eat it up. God's, so, po- God's like plan
1: is literally nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, without a video, that's that's trash. Like, if there was no video attached to that song, I don't think that song does as well as it, it has.
1: See, but Drake understands memes.
0: Yeah, he does. I'll give him that. Like, he he's a smart dude. In terms of, like, music and marketing and, like, strategy, and, and in that world, he... he understands it to a T um but yeah that, that that that's another combo that could go a whole another another hour drink I ain't did the, well somebody got mad at me at work because I told them I never watched Degrassi
1: I, I watched Degrassi and it was stupid did you watch the to tie this back into the MMA episode did you watch the MMA episode of Degrassi no
0: no no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I did not know that. Dude,
1: this, this is like when this was years after <laughs> MMA was like a thing. Uh There there's an episode when it becomes like a MMA fighter. I want to see if I can find it.
0: Oh, God. Oh, does that mean well maybe maybe the Grassi was ahead of cuz MMA wasn't getting shoutouts back then.
1: Yeah, this, this is like not, 2012, 2013.
0: They were of maybe down.
1: it was 2010, I don't know. Who knows? Time is an illusion. Uh.
0: Lord, Eric Silver is a headline on an LFA card.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Man, I c- Damn, I can't... Oh, wait. No, I can't find it. Now I'm upset. Degrassi, Olin, and Julian fight. I don't know who they are, but... They sound like... Th- those are... Uh, Teenage, but the scene I remember from the show was like the funniest shit. It, it's because like the one dude get like whips his ass, and is it, like they're in the locker room after a fight. He's like, "Dude, he put you in a triangle. You could have died." <laughs> and I just fucking lost it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you found it? I'm watching, like... <laughs> Do,
0: they sh- Do they show the triangle? No,
1: but I'm watching a fight. It says Julian and Owen fight, and... Oh, my God. Like, like I legit thought he was about to hit the wall to Jericho.
0: Alright, hold on, people. We're gonna end the episode with a live. Alright, let me wait till this this pops up. Alright, come on, come on, Internet Explorer. Why do my videos default to Internet Explorer? Oh, I'm wait, wait, Internet wait.
1: Explore. Here it is. Here it is. I found the fight.
0: <laughs> oh, alright, hold up. That's <laughs> a
1: triangle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, people. See what you got for this. Okay. What is this? What kind of fake karate kid?
1: Here's the one where he almost dies because he goes out and everybody gets scared. Like it never happened on every card ever.
0: So the clip we're watching is, well, I'm watching is Owen and Julian fight. Like, he literally did almost do a boss. Right? Yeah, where did you get to learn
1: that? One of these days, man, we just gotta, you, you just gotta watch backyard MMA fights and just
0: commentate over I'm, them. I am so glad I didn't watch Degrassi growing up. All right, hold on. I'm watching the second video. And then, like they're literally, oh, they're music. literally
1: fighting in like. A, a yeah, park, or a back alley with a big fence.
0: Oh god, this looks bad. Is this music just for the video, or was this on the show? I'm imagining this for this.
1: Is this like, like a basketball court? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why are you letting him off the
2: hook? Knock down.
1: Oh, hold
0: up! He did a—he did a jumping try.
2: Why is the one, <laughs>
1: one <not> together, isn't? <laughs> oh shit! He did his shoes too.
0: <laughs> Why does that killer like MK from Into the Badlands? I hope that's not. It might be.
1: Look, no. <laughs> that, you know, Drake was probably off the show by this point.
0: Oh man, that was um, that looked like a really cheesy '80s martial arts movie. But well, the bad thing is, I used to watch those.
1: all the time At least those had charm.
0: Yeah, this, yeah, this was um, this was something else. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Anywho, um. That's uh the episode uh for today guys. So as always, um you can listen to uh us ramble on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes your iTunes, please rate, subscribe, most importantly leave a review, it will help out a lot. Um send questions to Dojo Talk Podcast at Yahoo dot com. You can hit us up on Facebook at the Dojo Talk Facebook page, follow me on Twitter at Serial Sensei. And um yeah pretty much all we got for today so as always anytime people are being punched and or kicked in the face we will be there to talk about it so until next time we will catch you guys later